Buddhism that aims at enlightenment by direct intuition through meditation. A state of calm attentiveness in which one's actions are guided by intuition rather than by conscious effort. That is the definition of Zen, according to Merriam-Webster's online dictionary. Zen, a moment of calm or a lifetime of allowing yourself to be guided by your intuition other than conscious effort. It sounds relaxing, doesn't it? Letting your mind, your intuition lead you. But it's really, really hard to get into Zen. <laughs> Zen is such a mastery of the mind through meditation. If we all could live just through our instincts, our intuition, perhaps we'd stop bumping into each other so much. Have you ever walked down the street and as you were walking, you looked down and you missed stepping on an ant. You didn't even consciously try to miss it. You just kind of walked over it and went, holy cow, if I stepped a little more, I would have stepped on the ant. To me, that's natural zen. Your intuition knew where to step to avoid stepping on this small little creature called an ant. Just like in life, some, for some reason, you said to go left instead of right. Days later, you find out that if you went right, you would have gotten into a really bad car accident and you avoided such a mess. Living through intuition is a very powerful way of living. I had to learn to live through intuition since the moment I ran away from home. It was intuition that taught me to leave home, that forced me to leave home. My gut was aching. My head constantly hurt, and I was constantly sad. And I remember the day I woke up, and I heard a voice tell me three times in three different in instances, it's time to go or you will die. No word of a lie. And at the age, just before turning 12, just around that age, I packed up a bag, and I left home, and I never came back. I always wondered what pulled me with such strength to get out of that house, not knowing what the consequences would be if I stayed. All I knew is that I had to go. We have been in situations all our lives where intuition has proved to be correct. And only in hindsight, of course, can you actually know if your intuition was correct. Years later, living in group homes, I didn't have much of an intuition. It was dormant for a while because I had social worker, prime care workers, those who were constantly in connection to me daily telling me what to do and how to do it right and I didn't mind it because I was a pretty decent kid in the group homes so I didn't mind a bit of instruction to get to where I'm going it ended me in a place called Niagara Falls I lived in Niagara Falls Canada for about a year and a bit and boy was it an experience I then moved to Hamilton where then I found myself back in Toronto it was in a place called Hamilton where I realized my intuition 
had something to say to me if I chose to listen to it. One day, trying to get to school, college, Mohawk College, I was dead broke. I had not a penny to my name. I had just finished a bowl of white rice with a dash of salt for breakfast and a glass of water to wash it down. Oh, I tell you, I looked in my fridge that morning and there was nothing. Now, I had $50 on Sunday. Now, I thought to myself, if I buy food, I won't have enough to get to school. I won't be able to pay for a bus pass, which cost $50. I sat and I thought about it. I hummed. I hawed. I didn't know what to do because I did want to go to school. But how was I going to do it? My intuition kept telling me, just buy food. The rest will figure itself out. I'm thinking to myself, how does my intuition know it's going to be okay? But damn, I was hungry. Rice just wasn't cutting it for me. So I went to the store and I bought $35 plus tax worth of groceries. I came home and I feasted. I was so happy that I did. But I was sad on the other hand because now I knew I couldn't get to school. Now in Hamilton, I was living in a place called Dundas. And in order to get to Mohawk College, it was quite a trek. Walking was not an option. And if you live in Hamilton, you know exactly what I mean. The school was on the mountain, and I wasn't on the mountain. The next morning, I thought to myself, well, I do have a bit of change left, so the least I can do is go to school on Monday, and probably I can find something to get me to school the next day. Now, as I walked to the bus stop, I got on, put my change into the, um, fare box and i thought about it was that a right decision to buy so much food maybe i should just have bought a can of soup i thought in my head but my stop came and i had to make a transfer from one bus to the next bus to get on top of the mountain now as i got off the bus lo and behold it felt like time had stood still as i took a step off the bus there was a crisp 50 dollar bill right in front of me I looked around and it felt like nobody was there. There was no one behind me saying, hurry up. There was no one in front of me trying to get on. It was just me. I didn't hesitate. I picked up that $50 and as soon as I picked up that bill, it was as if time continued. I looked around to see if anybody was missing this $50 bill. Nobody seemed to be looking for money, looking through a wallet or a purse. Nobody. And as I folded it, I realized it was a brand new bill. And that's when I realized... My intuition sensed I was going to be okay. And all I had to do was have courage. And because I spent that money, my last $50 the day before, I had opened the door to something called intuition. The universe had seen, had felt that I had followed the instruction of my gut and I believe it rewarded me with what I really needed. Money to buy a bus pass. Within seconds, by the time I got to that school, woo, I picked up my bus pass. I was so proud. I was in awe. But I felt it was destiny. From that day forward, I started focusing on my intuition. Perhaps there was something in this Zen state that was going to be worth something if I followed that path. Living through intuition opposed to conscious effort. It was when I moved back to Toronto, I started having some serious, heavy dreams about my spiritual life. Things and people and energies were in my dream world that I was physically fighting, physically uniting with, or physically running away with. I'm not sure if because I believed in that intuition that day, I opened a door and I was led into a world. It was on that journey where I realized the spiritual world was a powerful world. A world that a lot of us don't believe in. 
A world that we think doesn't exist. But the power of the unseen does include intuition. Because you don't see it, but you do feel it. That nagging feeling that you must go left instead of right. Some of us go against our, our intuition, and that's where problems happen. Death. Death. The next level. It's a podcast. It's in the link below. Zen. What a thought. What a place to be. Being guided by intuition instead of conscious effort. Trying to be. Trying to be, but effortlessly being. <gasps> Take a moment and reflect about that in this commercial. C-A-L-M-mercial. And I'll see you forward on Blunt Reflection. Now, how was that? Did you feel calm in that commercial? C-A-L-M-mercial? Anyway, let's get back to blunt reflections. I got a zen feeling to share. I believe the next level after death is intuition. And I don't just mean physical death. I mean any type of death that takes you and reroutes you on a different path. Because now you have to have different thinking on this new path. And I always suggest, try your intuition. It's a scary thing to believe in your gut, but it's the one thing that we were born with that is quite useful if we practice using it. But how do we get into a state of Zen? Because you can't try to get into a state of Zen because it's not conscious effort. It's just Zen. So, when I was a youth, I used to practice on my intuition. Sometimes I was wrong, and there were consequences. <laughs> remember one time I decided to go against my intuition and go through conscious effort. I had a friend of mine. Her name was Lori and boy could she sing. I loved her singing. We got ourselves in a little bit of trouble. I remember going to the Eaton Center one time and in a group home you always think you never have enough. Boy was I a thief. <laughs> I was never quite a person who steal stole but being with Lori, you, you get a little adventurous and you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I went to the Eaton Center and stole a shitload of clothes. Shitload. I got away with it. I was so proud of myself. I'm not sure why. And so did she. Here we are traipsing in the Eaton Center thinking we're big shots because we had put everything we stole in one of the mall lockers. Now, as I was walking by, getting rid of my stolen goods, hiding them for another point in time, I saw these pair of socks that went exactly with the outfit I had taken, and I wanted it. My gut said, don't do it, you have done enough. Ah, uh, but no, 
I went against my intuition, and as soon as I left Eaton Center, there were security guards on my ass. And let me tell you, this girl could sprint. I sprinted like you can believe down the mall to security guards chasing my black ass down the mall. I ran, I ran, because back then I was quite a track star. Anyway, as I was about to exit the mall, something told me to go the opposite way. And I went downstairs and tripped on the fourth step down and smacked my face into plate glass window leaving me with a chipped tooth till this day I look at. The cop came down the stairs, the security guards, excuse me, came traping down the stairs with a kind of awkward smile on his face and said, why in the world did you go downstairs when you had all the power to go outside where we didn't have authority? And I looked at him and I said, I don't know why I went downstairs. My gut told me to go downstairs. Now, in hindsight... I realized my gut was trying to save me from a horrible future of thievery. Because once you get away with it, it's kind of hard and addictive. Nevertheless, I learned that day. My intuition saves me. And if I get into deep trouble that I can't go out, my intuition will put me in a place that I will find positive correction. And I believe smacking my face into the glass plate window was positive consequences. I needed to be caught. I'm not sure what I was thinking about stealing all those clothes. I didn't truly need them. I was just with wrong company. I believe the universe had a little grace on me. You know what I'm saying? I realized if I had listened to my intuition in the beginning, I would have never been in that place. Zen is something that you don't consciously get in. You realize that the times that you don't listen to you, your intuition is the moment of Zen that you were supposed to be in. Zen is realizing that your intuition, you, your thoughts within your head that originate from your experience are usually right. If you don't feel it, don't do it. <laughs> and usually that voice of Zen comes when you're just about to do something that you know will just mess you up. Maybe not now, but forever. On my spiritual journey, I began to go deeper into this world. Things I never knew about my mother came to light. And then I realized there were other people in my dream world fighting for something, fighting to take something, something that I didn't even know I had. The war began then, the moment I left my group home. It, was, it seems like I was under some sort of shelter. And the moment I left that group home to live on my own, my intuition came after me. And conscious effort watched. I was terrified of my intuition. It was taking me to places I didn't want to go. But I've learned something about my intuition. It's shown me the unseens. It allowed me to open up my thoughts to the things that I never truly believed in. The unseens. You can call them spirits. You can call them energies. You can call them things without form. But I know they're there. And I believe the next level is believing in the unseen. Believing that are, there are energies on this planet that are guiding our steps forward. Simply by intuition. You can't figure out a plan if intuition is leading your steps. It's impossible. Zen is a magic that if you could intuitively follow Zen, feel Zen, you would live a life of extraordinary adventure. Because the world has so much to offer us. And only if we could follow our guts, our zen, our intuition, 
We all might just get to that place called heaven. Oh, there's plenty more on my journey of spirits. Plenty more on my journey of the unseen, where my intuition has led me. And if you believe in the unseen, I recommend you tag along on my journey. Because once there's death on any level, there's a new path. And I've chosen to follow that path most of my life. So, try zenning your life forward. Zen. And now, <sighs> peace be with you and one love on this journey. And don't be afraid of that thing called intuition. It's really effortless and you just never know where it will lead you. Thank you for listening to Black Reflections. I am Queen Be Divine. Special thanks goes out to Robert Corlone III for creating the awesome intro and outro. If you'd like to hear more, please check out the links below. Blunt Reflections can now be heard on Cashbox, Overcast, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Play, as well as SoundCloud. Remember, time is wealth, so spend it wisely. Spend it with those who inspire you to be the best version of yourself. Or like my Jamaican father would say, be with them people who make you feel nice. Who tell you can't do anything in this world. Who tell you can't dream the big dream. The one dream, yeah, one dream. Or be with those people who stay relatively balanced in a very hectic world. But also remember, don't forget you, because you're very, very, very important. So, blessings on this journey called life and one love. And remember, it's all about the journey. So make it good. Stories of my journey.